Welcome forward. I'm your host, Cassie Betts on KBLA Talk 1580, and you're listening to Talk Tech to Me, where technology is the new sexy, black geeks are the new superheroes, and South Central LA is the new tech mecca. First, I'd like to say it's a, it's a sad day uh, here in South Central LA. We, we had a, an accident recently, and there was a, a loss of lives. Um, one of the one of the women who died, uh, the pregnant woman who died in the accident on Slauson and La Brea was actually the sister of one of my students. And um, she has a GoFundMe right now. It's um, it's on my Instagram, in my Instagram stories. They've actually raised their 100000 So good job, South Central. Good job um, for the community. But if you would like to um, add to that, if you would like to add to that, um, they still need uh, lawyers. They need therapy. They need more money um, for so, for some of these things. Um, so I would like to um, give a moment of silence for those who lost their lives um, the other day. Okay, thank you. So we want to talk about what's the T in tech. So right now in technology, there's a meme going around called make Instagram Instagram again. (laughs) So Instagram users are up in a tizzy over the app's new product changes, basically trying to be like TikTok, right? So daily posts from Twitter quickly went viral with those making, there was a real, there was a meme that was uh, make Instagram Instagram again from signed everyone, which I actually agree. And there was a petition on change.org. The petition got over 300,000 signatures, which uh, the IG of the, the Instagram CEO is now agreeing that they're going to phase out those recent changes. I think my takeaway is don't make an app that everybody loves for what it's made for and then change it to try to keep up with the Joneses. So, I mean, that's just constantly happening. Like every time you turn around, Facebook is trying to be TikTok, TikTok. TikTok's been TikTok. I mean, they pretty much going strong. They own in that space. Um, but oftentimes, you know, Facebook trying to be Snapchat, uh, Facebook trying to be IG, like just be who you are own your space. Like, Listen to the community because the community always gets mad every time they try to be something they're not. So just stay true. Stay authentic. Okay. The word of the day is authenticity. Rapper T Grizzly secures a bag with no effort with his Grand Theft Auto roleplay server, Grizzly World. The 28-year-old Detroit rapper, he signed onto a gaming platform called Xset. And he recently shared that he monetizes this by streaming on Twitch, YouTube, paid ads and sponsorships. Now, what got him into the game was he saw gamers earning a million dollars a month. Yes, a gamer, a gamer were earning a million dollars a month in online streaming. And it inspired him to get into space. And now he's earning $200,000 a month. So I, I say this to say, you know, maybe we should let our kids play games, but maybe we should inspire them to monetize this talent that they have because they're so talented in playing video games, aren't they? <laughs> Queen Bay is under fire over two songs on Renaissance. Beyonce clashed with Khalees after incorporating a portion of her 2003 hit Milkshake into the song Energy without notifying Khalees. The interpolation has been removed as of Wednesday. The The cool thing now about the technology behind editing songs is um, you can now, it used to be a lengthy process that could take years. But now once a track is edited, 
um, in real time, it can be re-released back onto streaming platforms. So even Monica Lewinsky kind of got into this. Monica was like, hey, since you um, taking lyrics off of songs, could you take me off the uh, partition song? <laughs> she she asked that, which um, I actually haven't got the update. I, I don't think Beyonce is going to remove that one. But um, my thoughts are, hey, it's 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 Beyonce. If Beyonce talks about you in a song. Uh, ride with that. Roll with that. I know I would. I wish she would talk about me on a song. <laughs> I would g- gladly, gladly take that. Um, <clears throat> so uh, in crypto, we got more crypto, more problems. Blockchain platform Solana experienced a hack of about 9,000 crypto wallets upon the recent opening of its physical store in Solana spaces in New York City. On this past Wednesday, hackers drained wallets containing Solana, which is SOL, and USD coin, which is USDC, using owners' private keys. An investigation discovered that the wallets connected to uh, Slope's mobile wallets were actually the, the whole problem. The entire amount of crypto stolen in the hack, $4 million. So, um, you know, on this with with cryptocurrency, I think that where we're at with crypto is very similar to when we had electronic banking. You know, remember first we used to I mean, y'all Gen Zers, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> y'all, y'all probably don't even go make deposits at the bank anymore. But we used to have to actually make deposits at the bank. We used to, have to actually had to pull out cash to get money from the bank. You know, this is very old school. And so when when uh, digital banking came, there was a lot of scams. There was a lot of hacking, quote unquote. There was a lot of people that lost a lot of money because they was giving away their passport password. They didn't know no better. You know, a lot of that was happening. So every time you have new technologies, yes. Things are going to go awry. So you do have to be diligent. You do have to be careful. Don't put all your life savings in a crypto. Um, You know, just like our parents didn't put all their money in the banks. You know, a lot of kids grew up with money and mattresses. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Money and mattresses, money and shoeboxes. You know, I get it. I 100% understand. When we come forward on Talk Tech to Me, Balancing Act. Can professional women be sexy in the digital realm? We're going to talk with special guest Nicole the Pole Williams, also known as Nicole the Soul Williams, on the Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Cassie Betts on the Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. Here we have in the studio today our special guest, Nicole the Pole Williams. She is an entrepreneur. She's an innovator in pole dancing and fitness. She's a spiritual life coach, master Reiki practitioner, and an early adopter of technology. She has graced your favorite music videos, such as the Cardi B one. That's one of my favorite money. Yes. She toured with the biggest artists in the game and owns one of LA's premier pole dancing studios, Allure Dance and Fitness. Hello, Nicole. How are you doing today? See, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yes. So happy to have you. This is this is a, a great day for me. So you were a pioneer of using digital platforms like you started back in the day. We did a lot of research on you. We saw you on all kinds of platforms. So let me ask, when did you fall in love with tech? Oh, my dad was like a tech person. So like gadgets and all the electronics, so I would say it started around then. <laughs> wow. So as a kid, as a kid, yeah, with the video games and video cameras and 
PDAs. Remember PDAs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not public displays of affection, <laughs> but that was a device like a phone, like a phone back then. Like, cause you could do video, you could take photos, you could type stuff on it. I used to have like all that stuff. Um, and then like, what was the first? I think MySpace was the first. Was that the first one you like, got on? Social. Was there anything before MySpace? But was there anything before? <laughs> I'm sure I there think was. It was. AOL? Uh, nah. What, that was YouTube and, and MySpace were like the first things that I, that I started playing with and like posting on. Okay, so what made you, like, get into that? I mean, because everybody was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, everybody was doing it. I actually learned how to pole dance from watching videos on YouTube, so. What? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. The YouTube university is real. It's very real. (laughs) Everybody says that. You want to learn something? You go on YouTube. Literally. Yeah. Like, everything. Like, I'm I'm doing, like, auto engineering and stuff right now uh, for a boot camp coming up. And, yeah, I can learn Anything about how to build any? I could probably build a rocket off YouTube University. Probably someone yeah. somewhere has built a rocket <laughs> on YouTube University. I'm sure of it. So first you were on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then like, how did that work for you? Like, so let me see. I'm thinking I started posting before I did poll, but I would just post like random things I did, like with family, friends, dances. You know, like the Superman, uh, right? The Superman, now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like just little silly things. And then when I started pole dancing, I started posting my pole videos. Mm-hmm. I thought I looked so good. Mm. And when I tell you I cringe now, now looking cringe? at these videos, oh my god! I'm like, girl, you was not good at all back then. <laughs> That's like me and my first website. I was like, oh, this is terrible. I was showing people this. Oh, I used to do my websites too. My, I think, I, so I made my, my pole dance business when I first started. I made my own website on GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. I was really good at doing that type of stuff, I guess, because I always played around with computers and right. stuff when I was younger. So I felt really comfortable doing that stuff. And I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, being like a creative, like that's how my mind worked. Like I used to make games and fake pagers and phones out of papers and cardboard. Like that was me. So right. it was right up my alley, kind of like creating my own website, making my MySpace page, you know, with the HTML code and making my business cards my flyers like i did all my graphics back in the day we thought we were coders on myspace man i think we were coders (laughs) that code was serious i was doing things it was like html it was it was intense (laughs) i saw some i mean some pages had gifts before gifts was a thing Mm -hmm. on myspace but it made it heavy i think i think it was also kind of the detriment to myspace like it just made it heavy and it got so slow after a while and it got so spammy so when did you start making money like which platform started to like you were like okay this is it i'm making money off of this this is the one or like what was the how, how did that go for you if i felt like i was making money off of it at the time but so many people saw me online where that could eventually come back around where somebody like yo i saw you on youtube or facebook and so now they're booking a class with me or booking a party you know like a pole dance party so i, I think in that way but i never like monetized off of those platforms like directly from the platforms themselves Mm -hmm. so so how do you deal with you know i mean it's pole dancing it's very sexy it's a very sexy you're you're a very sexy woman Mm -hmm. you know and and how do you deal with this uh kind of cross of being professional a professional woman and being sexy in these digital social spaces well i think everybody has a natural sexiness to them Mm -hmm. uh Mine is whatever it is. It's maybe my muscles or, you know, the lean body or, you know, just me being silly and crazy and goofy. I'm a tomboy. And I think you being yourself is really just the sexiest thing. What can you do comfortably? 
that you right. don't got to think about, right? That's right. when it becomes sexy. Like when I teach a new pole trick, I tell my client, I'm look, look, this first three minutes, you're going to look really bad. Like it's not going to be cute. But in about five minutes, we're going to be looking real good. And then when you leave at the end of the day, you're literally going to feel like a new person. And I tell them that the sexiness comes when you don't have to think about it anymore, when it just kind of becomes natural to you. So, right. Sexy is just being naturally you. And I'm an advocate of being a woman and being sexy. Dear God, when did Mm -hmm. it become a crime? You know, and it's not our fault that, oh, dear, like, okay, just control yourselves. In in a meeting because my skirt is uh, one inch shorter than it should be. Whoever invented the, you know, you to come up with a ruler and <laughs> measure, know. measure my skirt in a board meeting. You know, so I've never been in that setting. Thank goodness. I've been an entrepreneur. I've been working for myself since I was 20. So I had one nine to five job when I was 19. And I think we could kind of wear whatever, but also didn't necessarily feel like super sexy back then in my early the late teens, the late like teens. I was still very much tomboy, like shorts, tank top, lifting weights, like that type of thing. So sexy didn't necessarily feel like a thing yet until I started pole dancing. Mm. That was me being able to practice how to move my body and how to. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I want to look sexy like these other women out here because I'm not looking like that right now. Like I look real awkward. <laughs> I feel you, but yeah. you got it together because you look great now. I got it together. <laughs> I'd be like, sick. look, I'm like on, on my on my stories. It's like tech, 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 Cassie working, tech, tech. Okay, maybe I'll be at the beach, kind of sexy in a bikini, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, that's my friend, and I like post you <laughs> on the poll, and all the all the people go yeah. crazy. Um, but I just love that about you. Again, back to authenticity. Mm-hmm. I love that about you and how authentic you can be because that's just something that that I am it's very important to me because as a child I grew up in a household that was like super like my father was literally like cult crazy religious Mm -hmm. like we had the Sabbath day we like couldn't wear like we had to cover our head in the church I mean it was Mm -hmm. like it was on some next level and he was abusive also at the same time so I was very careful when I became an adult to to be myself you know because I was so suppressed I was like I wasn't free Mm-hmm. As a child, as a teenager, I wasn't free. I couldn't do any of the things I really wanted to do. I wanted to be a cheerleader. He wouldn't let me, mm-hmm. you know, so like it's just very important for me to be able to authentically be me. Like I curse, you know, I'm not going to curse on the radio because it's going to cost me money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if this was my radio station, maybe I wouldn't just pay the fine, you know, because uh-huh. it means that much to me to be able to be who I am. And this is like I grew up like in the streets a bit. Like I grew up with certain characters of exactly. the night. Like I'm going to say certain things things mm-hmm. you know it, in a, on a panel um which i have i've said crazy stuff on panels you know talking about my homeless days i mean what do you expect you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? like exactly these are the this is my upbringing so it's gonna come out here and there you're gonna you're gonna see this hood hood cassie yes yes <laughs> on top of this professional mm-hmm. uh cassie that teaches children you know there's also a hood cassie there's a sexy cassie i i have desires i am a woman you know all of that all of that <laughs> And for me, it's okay. Yes, it is. I mean, but for, it's it might not be for everybody. The people, and again, there's certain people who are also stifled. So I think when people see someone else being different or living a little more freely and more out loud than they've been taught that they have, they will usually have a judgment about it. Right. Because right? it's like, how dare they be able to do that? Because I can't do that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I really think that's just really it is. That judgment is just the imprisonment that that own person is in. And so they want to put somebody else in that prison with them. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you can. It's just that you do, you won't or you don't want to. And I understand that because you will take an L in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, I've definitely lost clients or 
uh, like the this you know uh, what is it the this Latter Day Saints the Church of Latter Day Saints is not going to call Cassie to come speak you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're really not you know what I'm saying? and I'm okay with that you yeah. know what I'm saying like I'm okay with that I, that's not for me that's not my lane there's someone else that that can go yep. do that and and make that money and that's fine but someone else over here that's a little more in the the space of I working with women who have um, come from human trafficking you know women who have come from sexual abuse like th- these are my spaces yep. these are spaces that I can speak in you know the youth I work with out of South LA they've been through some things you know so I can I can talk openly and 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 curse and say the things that I say because this is the world they live in I actually relate very well with them and this is how I talk and it works so don't try to box me into a space of you know Pollyann because Pollyann bring Pollyann into the South Central classroom see how it works out for you exactly that part <laughs> that part so let me be me mm-hmm. you know like respect me as a professional respect me as a sexy woman respect me as a woman who's flawed um and you know just just i i own that and i and i think that people that support me do as well and i yeah. think that's just a beautiful thing about what you're doing yeah i always was supported i literally didn't have any family or friends having anything negative to say about me pole dancing like my dad was like yeah get these women in the you know at at the class so they can you know keep their mans happy at home he was was telling older women like you should go take a class with my daughter so you can go be sexy for your husband real talk (laughs) i've taken her class it's quite lovely let me tell you when my husband appears my mom would my mom would call me and say nicole uh can you dance to this song like she was giving me song requests to like practice my dance moves that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful you you have a tribe like give us some insight on tips on on finding your tribe like everybody doesn't have that we don't all have supportive parents or friends so what are some tips on finding a tribe in real life or in digital spaces uh i would say look for people and events that are doing things that you like to do so like if you play sports you're going to find other people your tribe is the other people that play the same sports you do uh you can look for that type of stuff online um taking classes um, like I used to, I did a lot of different things like over the years, I'm 41 now. So like I used to bowl competitively and so I had my bowling tribe. <laughs> then I oh, had, nice. now I have like this pole dance community tribe. I also have, uh, you know, my spiritual tribe. Mm-hmm. I have all these different groups of people. Some of it kind of like, uh, mixes and mingles, but then some of it is very, very separate, but those are all different parts of who I am. Right. And so you find your tribe by doing what it is that you actually enjoy doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many people are in that same space with you. Yeah. You know, like I have a like I have some secret like dating groups online, you mm-hmm. know, and I talk very in depth about my <laughs> dating life. Um, I'm very sex positive. Mm-hmm. And it's always weird when like a parent will come in from one of my dating groups like mm-hmm. with her kid. I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm like, she knows too much. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to be careful about what I share too sometimes. Like I can, I I say all the things. Right. And I've had people say, Nicole, I don't think maybe you should have said this. Like I just, so I do have to kind of catch myself a little bit because again, you got to think about what's the audience, right? You do have some boundaries. We all have boundaries. You got to set up a little bit, but I'm not going completely, I'm not going to not be myself. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Same here. Like there are certain things that I'm like, nah, we're going to save that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I got to post everything. Uh, I don't have not, to post. I don't got to say everything. That's not for the world. It's funny because people think I post everything. And I'm like, ooh. Like my real friends, they'll tell other people like, oh, you do know that. That's like a quarter of Cassie's real life. Like, yeah, people think even... I post everything too. But you don't. I don't. You know, you I know, because really it's not for everybody. <laughs> it's not for everybody. But I, I'm not going to be uh, someone I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, the ones who are going to love you are going to love you 
for who you are. Period. 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 Tell me how does balancing being a businesswoman work um, along being this, like, how does Nicole the soul and Mm -hmm. Nicole the pole, (laughs) like, work together? Like, what? Girl. How did you even, like, come to that? Like, I'm going to be a life coach. Like, when did this happen? When did this so pole dancing started, I started pole dancing in 2007, 2016, I was on the verge of about to close my studio that I had on Pico. Um, and I had just started a life coach certification program. It was like a six month program. And I knew I wanted to get into coaching. When I was a child, I wanted to be a psychologist because wow. my, my, my upbringing, my mom, you know, a very abusive home and mm-hmm. seeing a lot of just people fighting all the time. And it just didn't, didn't look right to me. And I was like, I want to do something about that when I get older. So I knew I wanted to do psychology, got to college and was like 10 years to become a psychologist and make money. I said, that doesn't make sense. So I did not do college. I did two years at El Camino and then I was out. (laughs) I got a job. That was my one job. Um, But from there, I got into personal training. Um, I opened up a gym with a with a partner. I had a gym for two years. And then after the gym, I opened up a pole dance studio a few years later. So having that gym business with uh, my friend, I actually learned how to run a business. And I think that was the thing that set me up to being able to open up my pole studio all by myself. Right. I didn't get no loans. I didn't have to get no money from nobody. I stacked my money. I had good people around me, like a mentor that was like, if you need to get a loan, you don't need to be opening your business. He was like, you need to make this amount of money yourself. Mm. So I saved up like over 15 grand mm-hmm. myself to open up my pole studio and use only my money and didn't have to put anything necessarily on a credit card right away. Yeah. So, and then from there, I still was very much into the whole coaching aspect. I just wasn't certified yet, but I felt like I was already in that space. But then finally I was like, okay, I think this is what I'm ready to move into. I was tired of using my body physically, but I'm still using it. But, (laughs) but that was where it stemmed from. It stemmed from my initial purpose, my initial calling, which is to help people transform and to realize how powerful they really are. And so scaling, you needed to scale. Yeah. So (laughs) now I do all the things, but there was confusion. Like there's still confusion now. Like my virtual assistant called me the other day and she was like you know how do you feel about having one page and I was just like I don't know I was, I was like I'm so confused on that I was like because I have Nicole the pole brand and then I have my Nicole the soul coach and I was like I feel like it should be separate only because the name says Nicole the pole right mm-hmm. and when you think of that that you don't think you don't even know what that means unless you actually see pole dancing with it you right. just Nicole the pole like pole in your right. name so I was like Nicole the soul coach that was going to be my coaching name so mm-hmm. I still don't know yeah. Do I need to separate that? Do I keep it all together? Do I just yeah. let? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I I, did, mm-hmm. I dabble in branding. Yeah. So I'm going to say yes. that because this is part of your story, mm-hmm. the authentic you yeah. being able to be being able to be sexy and be a professional in this space is in itself like a rebellion. You mm-hmm. know, it is, we are we are rebels like we are. Oh, yeah. We are standing up and pumping our fists and we're saying like, hey, you can't tell me, you know, what to do. Like, I'm a woman. It's it's part of being a, a feminist. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's part of the fight. Like we are constantly having to fight this fight of proving ourselves intellectual um, and sexy at the same time. Like sometimes I really, I'm thinking about like, Oh, what am I going to wear? Um, I, if I walk in the room wearing this, like they're going to look at me a certain kind of way. Yeah. And it's true. They absolutely do look at me like, Oh, she don't know what she's saying, but I kind of like that mm-hmm. a bit. Like mm-hmm. I like them to like, I take them off guard. Yeah. Then when I start talking, they're like, Oh snap, uh-huh. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she knows exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> she's smarter than the average bear. That part. Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So when we come forward, we're going to talk more with Nicole the Soul. Ooh. We're going to get more into Nicole the Soul okay. right here on Talk Tech to Me on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. I'm Cassie Betts with Talk Tech to Me. We're here with Nicole the aka Nicole the Soul, discussing the balancing act between being sexy and being professional in digital spaces. I named this show Talk Tech to Me, um, kind of intentionally so. Like I wanted to be a little play on words, you know, a little oh. bit sexy, right? See where I'm going with that? I see you. Um, that's, that's me pushing the envelope, okay, you know? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> because it really does mean a lot to me. Um, it, like, being a black woman in tech, I'm always policed. You know, it's mm-hmm. a constant thing that's happened. I'm always policed. I'm policed about what I say, what I wear, um, what I do, who I hang out with. Um, one example is I was in this um, uh, law. F- I was in this incubator that was at a law firm. And like me and my girls, you know, we'd come in and dress like the average Cali uh, girl. You know, we wear shorts. We wear tank tops. And, you know, it, it's a law firm, but like it's a startup. It's a place where startups are. So everybody's young. All the startup entrepreneurs are like young and whatever. Well, somebody made a, a, a fuss about the, the shorts that we were wearing. They were too short. They said they were too short. They, so they are shorts. They were like, oh, these are just too short. This is unacceptable. You have to wear a, like a whole email was sent out that like we have to be professional. We have to wear professional attire to the office place. Well, I sent out a response and I said, these white boys i'm just gonna say it. these white boys show up here and this is in santa monica you know i said these white boys roll out of bed mm-hmm. with like crinkly shirts that need to be ironed cargo shorts and flip-flops exactly i said before my anyone i tell anyone on my team to change the way they dress and be more professional you need to tell these boys that they need to be more professional mm-hmm. because that is i'm embarrassed like my shorts might be short but i got on a blazer i'm cute i look professional in my space with who i'm working with mm-hmm. and they don't like they're embarrassing me you know <laughs> so, so what was the response to your response girl they had no response okay. there you go <laughs> there was no response and we just continued to wear what sometimes we sometimes you to have wear. to teach other people by your response absolutely how you respond that's the same thing with pole like people had their ideas of what pole dance was i had my idea of what it was too you tell know us what i was like is, stripping girl. you know what i'm saying tell us tell but it my my the space that i held was i wanted to teach people that it is something fun it's an amazing workout that you can be sexy doing this and you're going to get to learn how to tap into your femininity so that was my messaging that i wanted to put out there therefore anybody that saw me doing it always felt that they always got there's something switched in their mind. I would have women. People would tell me like, yeah, it was girls like gossiping in the back. Like, what's she about to do? Get on the pole, getting on the pole. And then after they saw me perform, being like, oh, my God, right. like, you're so strong. You're amazing. Like changing people's perception. So Absolutely. literally for the last 15 years, that's what I've been doing. Changing people's perception about people being on this little silver, you know, object, right. <laughs> this little pole. Because it, it it's just a pole. It's a great work. What you do on that is <laughs> It's up to you what you do on it. And that can look sexy. It can look sporty. It can look classy. It can look however the person doing it wants it to look. And there's no one way that it needs to look because it's an art form. So however you want to make it look based on how you feel is what you get to do with it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's in all things, all things, the balancing act, (laughs) the balancing act that we as women have to constantly go for. It just it's it's on you. Yeah. You you're allowed to do 
what you want to do. I think it's a little bit, I mean, it's misogynist to like incorporate dressing a dress code in the office place. It's because the dress code is just really meant for us. You know, any mm-hmm. dress code is like, I, I've just, I can't, I don't remember the last time I saw a dress code, but it was maybe like three, four years ago at a building that my office was in. And I was like, are y'all serious right now? Like it really <laughs> said like skirts at appropriate length. What is the appropriate length for my skirt? Are you going to bring a ruler and measure this bad boy? Like, and it really talked about tank tops. And I was like, I'm a grown woman. I am over 40. Okay. You are not about to tell me how I'm going to dress in my office that I pay monthly rent for. Mm. That's what we're not going to do. Like, I will fight that tooth and nail. It means a lot to me. Also coming from the uh, space of fashion, you know, it means a lot to me. And, and this is just compounded in the digital space, you know, in in digital spaces, even though like, it's my Instagram, it's Mm -hmm. my personal Instagram, but your personal does reflect your professional. Absolutely. I mean, you see people losing their jobs all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, so you need to know your brand. Yeah. own your brand we were talking on the break about about your your brand and and how combining the two is okay mm-hmm. it's who you are yeah I questioned it because I thought in 2016 when I was getting my certification I thought because I closed my studio that year and I thought I was going to close my studio and go right into coaching and I just thought the success from one thing was just going to lead right to the next and that didn't necessarily happen because <laughs> I was still confused right. plus I was in a depression <laughs> um. and I didn't I didn't know what to do I was like how Am I depressed and I want to coach people? Who's going to who's going to want to be a client of mine with me going through this? I had so much judgment around it. Right. But then I realized I said I wanted to become a coach and I mm-hmm. wanted to help millions of people. And I was like, what are millions of people dealing with? Depression. Depression. And then it hit me and I was like, oh, my God, this is actually a gift and a blessing. Because before my mom used to deal with depression, being bipolar. So I always used to think it was bullshit. Mm hmm. And it was an excuse and it was just a word that people were throwing around. And then I experienced it. Mm. And so I was like, man, this is actually real. And I'm so glad now that I'm going through. And as soon as I became okay with the fact that I was going through the depression, the depression got better. And I started talking about it more and being okay with it and realizing that I don't know everything. And it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. It just means there is a block. That's all. There's a block somewhere and there's, there is also a, a lesson in it, and that lesson is individual to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You do Reiki as well. I do Reiki what is, as well. What is Reiki? So Reiki is a Japanese form of energy healing, mm-hmm. um, and we are all made of energy. All this stuff in here is energy. And so it, I'm uh, as a Reiki practitioner, you become attuned to receive the universal energy and being able to send that to other people. So I can send it to you. I can send it to myself. I can send it to you not even be in the same room with me because of the law of similarity. I can say I'm sending uh, Reiki energy to Cassie Betts in whatever country you are in. And I can send Reiki to you. You will feel it. And it helps to uh, relieve pain, anxiety, fatigue, helps with depression, enhances your quality of life, um, brings you into a meditative, meditative state. It boosts your mood. And it helps with like all types of illness and disease in the body because our energy is healing always. And so it knows exactly where to go in the body. I don't even know it's need to know what specifically is going on with you. And it's still going to do the work. Wow. And it's just amazing. Like when I'm doing it, I can feel the energy coming out of my hands and going into the person. It's really beautiful. Hmm. So again, as a brand, as your unofficial brand uh, brand manager, <laughs> do you have testimonials of your I do have on testimonials. your yes. socials uh-huh. on your pages? Okay. Yep. I haven't seen those. The algorithms ain't, ain't your friend. They're on, on my that. Nicole, They're... the soul coach page. Oh, because you had a different page. Yes. That's what happened. That's see. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea to mm-hmm. put it on your it's, I, it's on there on my bio. It says I do all those I things, but I got to post it. 
more. Yeah. To, I think, uh, yeah, think think about how you can merge the two in, in your uh, marketing campaigns. I receive that and I will. Socials. Yes. Yes. You know, maybe I'll give you a free consultation for in exchange hey. for a Reiki session. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be absolutely awesome. So, I mean, you have this gift of manifestation, I know, since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Actually, it literally has helped me. I mean, I think you were the one that brought me into the 21-day challenge. The that abundance challenge, yes. That was you. Yes, you did. You brought me into the Right 20... before the pandemic. Girl, let, Girl. Me, tell you, let me tell y'all, this 21-day challenge, um, I have never made more money in my life after that. Like, I made so much money. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, there's something about meditation there is something about all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. All of the millionaires and billionaires, they do yep. this. They mm-hmm. they meditate every 5 a.m. They wake up. They work out because you got to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. They eat healthy. They meditate. There is a reason that all the millionaires and billionaires, not all, but many of the millionaires mm-hmm. and billionaires, I know, literally all the ones I know, they do this pretty much on a constant I do it basis. every day. Right. So there's something about this this manifestation space like mm-hmm. I see you manifest I've known you you know for years and you'll say I'm gonna do this and it happens it and <laughs> it rubbed off on me like uh-huh. I said I was gonna have a podcast I was gonna have a radio station here radio channel you know uh, here I am you know <laughs> like doing it and you know it's manifestation is real it's very real this is one of the things I love to coach about is the power of our word our word the things that we say our thoughts those are all energy just so Mm -hmm. just like Reiki that's when I when I got my Reiki certification I really started to understand at another level how simple it is to energetically make things happen with your thoughts so if I think something and then I also say it, that is me sending energy towards that thing happening in the quantum field like it's just things are moving and shaking and when you say something you are now making that possible if you don't say anything if you don't think anything you will get the same thing that you got before the day before the year before all that stuff so I can literally change my life day to day month to month year to year just by saying different things that I want to happen right that's it that's it (laughs) <laughs> even if you don't believe it, even if you don't know how, I don't know how I didn't know how I didn't know I was going to become a a famous pole dancer and right. that I would work with artists and travel the world. Like I didn't know any of that stuff, but I did write down an affirmation that said I will be on TV, on magazine shows, on podcasts. I said I would be on all these things. Yes. And that led to me finding a thing that I love to do. And then that thing brought me into all the spaces that I actually talked about wanting to be on TV, yep. radio, all that stuff, movies, everything. I mean, you brought me in. <laughs> I mean, Nicole, the pole, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. When we come forward, we'll talk about how you can connect with Nicole, the pole and myself on all the digital spaces. Mm-hmm. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. I'm Cassie Betts, your host of Talk Tech to Me here on KBLA Talk. 1580. We are here with Nicole the Pole, known for her signature moves such as Walk It Out and the Air Twerk. Mm-hmm. That's our girl. Fun fact, fun fact, you are um, you were on early TV appearance on BET's Played by Fame with Ludacris. Yes, I was. <laughs> I don't even remember how I booked that show, but this was on BET and I basically got set up to like be with him like as a fan kind of thing, right? Right. And then I got to hang out with him for the day and every Everywhere we went, his credit card was being declined. So it was they were supposed to make him look like he was poor, like he didn't had no money, but he was ludicrous. And I was supposed to be baffled by this. I knew it was like a prank or a joke, but I still didn't know what the purpose of this whole thing was. And then at the end, we're like at dinner, his card gets declined again. 
<laughs> and then they like take me into a room and everybody's like, surprise, it's a prank. It was crazy. And then that was in 2009. In 2018, I ended up performing with Ludacris at the Microsoft Theater in downtown. Wow. On stage. And when wow. we saw each other, I was like, I did. He was looking at me like I look familiar. And I was like, I did a show with you called Play by Fame. And he was like, wow. Like, I remember that. He was like, I knew you looked familiar. And then I got to perform on stage with him, man. It was a full circle moment. That's right. Beautiful. That's right. Manifestation. Manifestation. Because I already had a connection to him. Right. Manifestation. And, I and technology. We're going to give technology some props because using using these social platforms you're able to kind of stay in people's faces you know yeah. that's what i noticed that's that's what it's for like i if 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 all these social platforms didn't help me with making money to be honest with y'all like i wouldn't be on it as much you know this is very true this is so I true like i'm really i'm kind of like an introverted extrovert personally mm -hmm. like i don't really care to po i don't need to post every freaking day yeah. but when i do post every day i get calls from money money calls me <laughs> I say affirmation. Money calls me every day. Money calls me every day. Opportunities and blessings are always coming my way. Opportunities and blessings are always coming my way. Oh, hey. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> one of my affirmations. I love it. <laughs> That's a, Look, I'm about to get a call right after this show. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Like, we have to be friends with money. Yes, you know? money is my friend. You know? Money loves me. Money loves me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, technology is your friend. Don't be, don't be scared of it, especially if you out here in these business streets. Yeah, <laughs> you got. Yeah, like I still book like I still book because of the Rihanna video. That was mm -hmm. in 2013. So it's nine years later and I'm still booking jobs because people saw me in that video. Right. And they wouldn't know that's you unless you you post about it. You talk about it. You exactly. have clips from it. Mm -hmm. You have to keep people in the know. You you are controlling your narrative. And I didn't even think about that. But it's so true because of videos online. People can say, oh, no, that was Nicole the pole. Right. Because her name was on my Literally. name was on my video that yeah. they posted. <laughs> yeah. And you've been controlling that narrative since what? 1999. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just out of high school. We did not have social media back then. Did not have no social media back then. I had a pager. But you know what is happening for me? Because, you know, I was in the days of the video vixen. So I was a video vixen. That's right. Did you know this? I, I remember seeing one of your videos and I was a pole vixen. Ah! <laughs> so here we are, full circle, you know, and I, I don't hide from it. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, again, I, I own it. Like, yes, I was this video vixen. I was in, you know, the Wu-Tang video. I was a Jay-Z, you know, job ja Rule. You know, I was I was doing what I was doing. I was having a good time. I was making money, mm -hmm. you know. No, like the video vixens back in those days for make between my rate was seven hundred fifty to a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. That was my day rate, mm, and I was working like once a week for two days a week for like years. Nice. You know, like I was doing well. You know, okay. what I'm yeah, people was talking good. about me. I did not care. I was like, my rent is paid though. Hello. <laughs> Remember when you know, rent was like, under a thousand dollars? Remember that? Yes, I do. Oh God, God. my first apartment my was five fifty in Inglewood. My first apartment in LA was like four twenty five. No, it was three seventy five. In Mid Wilshire. What? I know, sis. People would never <laughs> believe. I know, I know, sis. Okay, God. we go. <laughs> we're gonna talk more about uh, Nicole the Pole on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty when we come forward. Nicole, so mm -hmm. how can people join you? How, how can, can you they, find me? How can they find you? How uh, can they take your classes? You can use the social platform Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I've heard of it. Uh, my Instagram handles are Nicole the Pole and Nicole the Soul Coach. I also have a website that I designed myself at NicoleThePole.com using Wix. <laughs> 
Um, I teach pole dance. I teach sensual dance movement. You know, you want to learn like a sexy dance for your lover. I do pole parties to help you celebrate any special occasion. I also do Reiki. I do life coaching, teaching you how to manifest and bring things forth in your life and helping you realize how powerful you are. If you need that, call me. Go to my website, NicoleThePole.com. That's where you can get my information and do all the things with me. Let's talk about that website. So when you need an update, I'm going to need you to come to our, our youth that we have trained to build websites and hire the youth. I want, because I need to do my coaching website. I actually haven't done one yet because I don't like doing the stuff anymore. So, Missla.org. Miss M I S L A. Made in South LA. Missla.org. I you love can that. Come to us, hire us to and build. And then I can get one of these youngins to do my coaching yeah, website. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Well, let's, this is what we're doing. This is this is how we change the world. This is how I want to change the world. Because Wix, too. Not just, I, 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 I just, no. <laughs> Sacrilegious. <laughs> Blasphemous. <laughs> I think one of our kids built something in Wix, and I, I, laid at him so hard i was like boy how did you just build something you take that down <laughs> it's so easy though it's just it dra- is it's easy drag but drop. like it's dis- dis- disrespectful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like because it's actually just as easy for a coder kid mm-hmm. to build a website with html yeah it's actually quite easy especially if you have a template it's super fast super quick if you know if you know how to code yeah. and like there's all kids know how to code. That's the point. I knew that's how. all point of this operation. Okay, <laughs> you know. So so again. So um, tell me one more time your Instagram. Nicole the Pole and Nicole the Soul Coach website okay. is nicolethepole.com. And you can follow me at InstaBets. You can follow our talk show at Talk Tech to Me Pod on Instagram as well. We out here in these streets. We ready for you. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We ready. We also have a uh, boot camps uh, at the real at the real Missla is our made in South LA Instagram. And uh, let's talk about dating real quick, real quick, real quick, because we have so a whole dating show. Coming I'm up. on Hinge right now. Mm-hmm. I need to update my profile because I did it last year or two years ago during the pandemic. And I went out with maybe like two or three people that didn't really come to anything. But um, it's. I haven't dated much. It's been five years since my last relationship. <laughs> oh, man. I'm but, I, you know, I've been going through my own stuff. But I feel like the last year, two years is when I'm like, okay, I've been open. I just still haven't met anybody yet. So I think there's still things for me to unlock and let go of to meet my mate and really right. be clear on what it is that I really desire. Right. But I'm just now ready to actually, like, settle down with, like, my soulmate partner. Whereas before, I did not have any thoughts of that whatsoever. So now I'm dating with a different purpose. On Hinge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. now it's like I'm looking for my person. So I'm not looking... Just just going random dates for just yeah. nothing like yeah yeah i'm on i'm on tinder you know <laughs> is that more of a hookup app you know, see, hold on hold on so everybody says that so That's the thing about thinking. tinder is tinder is very specific you get exactly what you want you know what i'm saying you you can How? you can get a hookup because you list it you write it you oh know? okay you say like this is what i'm looking for this is what i'm here for i'm here for a hookup i'm uh, here for uh-huh. long term i'm here for something in between okay you know so like you write what you're looking for and i think that it's very the thing i like about tinder is it's I, you know being that i like technology it's mm-hmm. the best for the technology like focus like i don't have time for this i don't have time for these conversations mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like i'm trying to have like the quickest conversation ever got it when we uh, thank you for listening. When we come forward, you're gonna hear Ms. Shay Duffy on the backstory. I'm Cassie Betts on KBLA Talk 15A.